Welcome to the Recruiting Breakdown. I'm Bobby Burton of On Texas Football alongside Jerry Hamilton of Inside Texas and On 3 Sports. Uh, Jerry, I tell you what, Longhorns in recruiting, it's the it's the time that never slows down, but it's starting to kick into a different gear. Coaches were on the road last week. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian was in you know Dallas and then out, out on the West Coast. Uh, Chris Jackson and Tashard Choice were down south. Bo Davis down in Florida. Uh, guys all over the country, basically, uh, searching for players high and low and talking to them. Uh, and uh, I tell you what, uh, we look at it the way we do right now, Jerry, and it, it's hard for me uh, to sit here and say we know exactly what's going to happen down the stretch, but we know a lot of things we are monitoring, and that's what we're going to talk about on this uh, recruiting breakdown uh, brought to you by Mark Saunders of Allstate. Uh, start and tell us a little bit about where things stand right now. Texas at 18 commitments overall and what they're actually looking for right now. Yeah, I think, uh, I think that's a great place to start, Bobby. Uh, before we do that, I'm going to make, I'm going to give a uh, shout out to our sponsor, uh, Mark Saunders, if you don't mind. Uh, but we're, we're brought to you today by Allstate. Uh, Mark Saunders, we're very lucky to have him as the sole uh, sponsor of the recruiting breakdown. When it comes to protecting all your stuff, wouldn't it be great to have one place that protects it all? Here's some good news. Texas Allstate agent Mark Saunders is the only insurance agent you need to help keep tabs on protection for all your stuff. Everything from your home, car, boat, to your motorcycle, RV, and even your ATV. Call Texas Allstate agent Mark Saunders' office today at 512-218-8571. Are you in good hands with over 35 years of experience? You will be with Texas alum Mark Saunders. Give him a call at 512 512- 218-8571. Again, thank you to uh, Texas Allstate agent Mark Saunders for being the sponsor of the recruiting breakdown. Uh, yeah, Bobby, I think it's a great topic this week. I mean, with the Texas coaches out and about on the road, um, more another offer went out. Isaiah Williams, right, which we'll get into. Wide receiver offer, Carol Wood Day, teammate of Solomon Williams. But when we look at Texas needs still in this class, we're looking at wide receiver. We're looking at offensive line. Sark and, and Kyle Flood were at DeAndre Carter's game. Modern Day, who is the number 2025, 2026 guys. St. John Bosco has guys as well. Uh, then you have Brandon Baker committed. But DeAndre Carter at guard, Auburn commitment, who Texas is trying to flip. That's your offensive line guy right now. Would a second tackle in the class? Could somebody pop up? Maybe we'll get into that a little bit. But then you flip to the other side. Defensive line is a need, one or two. From the high school ranks edge potentially one more guy solomon williams is the target there which we'll have more on here on the show then you get the linebacker it's a maybe maybe they take one if it is it's going to be somebody committed to an sec school that we know which we'll get into as well then you get to the defensive back there's still a need at corner one or two guys safety one guy left so i mean that's where we're at with this class right now um, and we consider Aaron Hampton more of a safety than wide receiver. He's in that athlete category. Uh, but those are really the positions of need right now, Bobby. And this is another thing that we haven't touched on uh, enough in recruiting right now is portal. Yes. Um, so on top of these high school needs and desires, Texas is going to have some portal needs and desires. Uh, although we don't know all of those quite yet because it's somewhat predicated on uh, players that are currently on on campus that may leave eventually because they don't see a path to the field soon enough. 
so it's a two-pronged attach to, or either three-pronged really, uh, developing your own players, recruiting from the portal and recruiting from the high school ranks, uh, and then uh, retaining even some yeah. of your players as well, right? No, it is. It absolutely is. And those portal needs uh, are different than the high school needs to fill out this class. I mean, when we look at portal, we're sitting there, we're, ta we're talking about wide receiver, obviously. We're talking about tight end, which with Jordan Washington committed in the high school class, not a second high school tight end expected. One out of the portal could be expected. Uh, then you look on defensive line, more than likely. They got Trill Carter last year. More than likely need somebody in this class on the D-line. More of a disruptor where Trill Carter's more of a run uh, stopper, point of attack player. They may need a disruptor in there. Could edge potentially, could linebacker potentially be one uh, in the portal. And obviously talk, we'll stay on defensive back. We definitely think safety, high school and portal. But then you also get the punter in the portal. Uh, Michael Kern coming in from St. Thomas Aquinas is a talented high school punter. But are you going to turn it over to a freshman who's never punted before? Or are you going to go in the portal and go after your next guy? I mean, Ryan Sanborn has been a tremendous addition out of the portal for the Longhorns. So you have high school needs. Some of those aren't the same as those portal needs because those are more impact players. Got it. Uh, I'm looking at this right now and, and I want to talk to you about the guys left on the board, really. Texas at 18 commitments. Clearly, there's some guys out there. Uh, Texas done at quarterback. Texas done at running back at this point. Uh, Christian Clark, Jarrett Gibson, both were at the Texas OU game. Trey Owens, quarterback out of Cy Fair, is committed. Wide receiver, though, Texas has uh, commitments from Freddie DeBose and uh, Parker Livingstone. Also have Aaron Hampton, you mentioned, is more of a safety, but he's he's out there. Wide receiver, we now know of at least two that Texas is after. Orion Wingo out of St. Louis University. And then you mentioned Isaiah Williams, uh, a new guy to, to keep a track of out of Carrollwood Day in the Tampa area, who's currently committed to ten, uh, to uh, Florida. What is, what is the situation on those two right now, as you know it? Yeah, I think the first thing is uh, a lot of Texas fans are saying, oh, Texas offered Isaiah Williams, so Wingo's gone to Missouri. These two guys don't have anything to do with each other, though. Williams is a different receiver than Ryan Wingo. Um, I, I, I think one of the issues in this 24 class for Texas is Parker Livingstone's has not been playing due to injury. Freddie DeBose trying to bounce back off in the injury. Is he 100%? Is he the same player he was? Um, you know, maybe not quite. We'll see. There's still a little bit of a limp at times there. Uh, so Isaiah Williams is an interesting offer for me because, well, twofold. One, when I went down to Carrollwood Day to see Solomon Williams, I was scheduled to be at the practice. Then it got lightning, rain, lightning delay. We we couldn't we couldn't uh, they didn't have practice outdoors that day. They were just in the weight room, so I didn't get to see Isaiah Williams in person practice. He's an interesting recruit though because he missed the majority of his junior year with a collarbone injury. This is the son of Melvin Williams who played at Kansas State on some really good Bill Snyder teams in the early two thousands. Was an NFL draft pick, played uh, for about four or five years in the league off and on. Uh, but Isaiah Williams is fast. Now he ran ten nine as a sophomore. It, it, on the track he he's expected if you talk to that carolwood day staff they expect that kid to be a 10-8 type of kid a little bit less than that on the track he's 511 and a half 175 got really good ball skills quick fast starter quick guy uh he plays corner as well but he's really transitioning the full-time receiver uh, he's a florida commitment and talking to isaiah what's interesting bobby is he grew up in san antonio he was born in st louis where his dad's originally from 
Then they moved to uh, San Antonio from four years of age through sixth grade. He grew up watching Texas, and he told me last night when I talked to him, Florida and Texas were pretty much just two teams in the recruitment from start, and he was very excited about the Texas offer. Um, so we'll see what happens. I do expect him to visit uh, Texas. I, I do expect him to visit. Uh, it's 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 interesting, Bobby. Florida is offering more kids from the state of Florida, and it just so happens that Florida and Texas are in some interesting recruiting battles coming down the stretch at various positions. Really strange bedfellows in so, yeah. so many ways. I don't know that I've ever seen it that way. Hey, uh, what about Ryan Wingo, the five star out of St. Louis? Uh, you put in a RPM, I believe, last week for uh, Missouri with him. Uh, Missouri beats Kentucky over the weekend. Uh, heads up to six and one. Is that that is the season Missouri having impacting that recruitment in your in your opinion? Yeah, I definitely think it is. I, I definitely think it is. Chris Jackson was at his game Friday night, um, uh, but I do I definitely think the season Missouri's having is impacting him. And you also look at that. I mean, Luther Burden is having a tremendous year. He has one year left. Mookie Cooper from that area, Texas, recruited very heavily. Transfer from Ohio State is an underclassman as well. So there would be a natural fit for Ryan Wingo to come in and replace replace Theo Weese, who's a senior, a former Oklahoma receiver, and Allen High School receiver. So there is that natural fit there to come into experience receiver core, be be have that year of developing while being on the field and playing with a quarterback that's putting up big numbers. I mean, Missouri's averaging 320 yards passing per game. Uh, but Texas isn't going to go quietly. They're still going to work to get him on campus again before – uh, he makes a decision. What's interesting is it looked like in September this thing could end. Now it looked like in October this thing can end. And I've been saying it's not going to December the whole way. And maybe it doesn't, but he may be the one guy that kind of makes me look wrong on that on the predictions. Is that we're now in mid-October and he's not he's not seemingly close to a decision. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, if Texas can get him back on campus, but I do. I definitely think it's trending to Missouri right now. All right. No other no other tight ends out there or anything no. that Texas is looking at. Let's move to the next position. No. Offensive line, you mentioned DeAndre Carter. He's committed to uh, Auburn. He's the big offensive guard out of modern day, a uh, high school teammate of Brandon Baker. Uh, what's the latest on him? Yeah, I think the interesting thing with him is Sark and Flood were at his game Friday. I think things have been moving in a positive direction for Texas in this recruitment since the official visit uh, September 30th for the Kansas game. I think one of the big things, if Carter were, if he were to flip from Auburn to Texas, and Auburn can't go lightly on this, they don't have another high school lineman committed. Obviously, they're going heavy portal in the re rebuild under freeze, but having no high school offensive lineman would be bad for your development. So they're try fighting hard to hang on to Carter. But if he were to flip, along with Kyle Flood's resume development, Sark's ties to modern day, I think something that would be very big here from talking to a couple of sources travel for a family from Southern California to Austin. It's easy to get to John Wayne County and fly on over to Austin. It's not as hard to get – I mean, it's not as easy to get to Auburn. And yeah, that's one yeah. of the issues that Brandon Baker's family had with Georgia, uh, the five-star offensive tackle at Modern Day committed to Texas. It's it's not easy to get to Athens, uh, especially from Southern California. It adds to your travel time. Then you're normally having to drive to get to Athens. Same thing at Auburn, man. Where do you fly into? Birmingham? Tallahassee yep. Regional, Atlanta. I mean, so it, it's much more difficult travel on a family from Southern California to get there versus Austin. I do think that's having an impact. And, and I think Texas is in a pretty good spot there. We'll see what happens. Uh, defensive line. Uh, the, Texas sent out a couple of offers in the last uh, couple of weeks here. Who all is left on the defensive line and at, and at edge at this point? 
Yeah, and, and Bobby, I wanted to, I forgot to mention Texas could choose to take a second offensive tackle. In the oh fight. yeah, you I'm, mentioned that early, and I forgot to follow. No, up. no, I'm not sure they will, but we'll see. Jacob Ponton, the Texas Tech commitment, is one Texas has continued to stay in contact with, along with Weston Davis, committed a at Belmont United, the top uh, 100 kid in the country. So we'll see if anything transpires there. Defensive line, the two offers were Dimitri Nicholas out of Miami, Norland a few weeks ago. He's an Auburn commitment. Again, so look, we're a bunch of SEC battles. Two Auburn guys committed, three guys committed to Florida. Um, you know, Florida's trying coming after DeAndre Robinson and Jarrett Gibson. So Florida and Texas are locked in battles, as is Texas and Auburn, which is this is very uh, good foreshadowing of, of the future of SEC recruiting here. But Dimitri Nicholas is 6'2", 290, 295. Texas D-line coach Bo Davis was by the school last Thursday. Take a look at him in person. Talking about an official visit, he's definitely not locked in on Auburn. I'll say that. This is a recruitment that's in the balance. So I would expect, unless Texas stops making a push for him, if they keep pushing for Dimitri Nicholas, I expect him to take an official visit before he makes a final decision. Then there's Alex Foster out of Greenville, uh, Mississippi, St. Joseph's. He lived in Texas at some point in his life. He's a Baylor commitment. Was 6'4", 235 as a junior. He's now listed at 6'5", 276. Doesn't play great competition, so he has big numbers, but you can just tell he has the length, the quickness, the bend, uh, the, the loose limbs, as you told me in a text, what you watch on video with him. He's a guy that uh, Texas offered. We'll see where that goes. Can Texas get him on campus? Do they make a true push there? Because I think the portal is in play on the defensive line as well. Those are the two D linemen, the recent offers. Texas is loosely in contact with Dominic McKinley, loosely in contact with Terrence Hibbler, the Mississippi State commitment out of Mississippi. Both of those guys are very much long shots. Um, but if there was any, you know, anything went on in College Station with coaching change, then obviously... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Texas could be in the forefront for dominant McKinley. All right. Before we go to the set to the linebacker in the secondary, Jerry, uh, you mind saying thank you one last time yeah. to our sponsor here, Mark Saunders. No, absolutely. I uh, thank you very much to Texas Allstate or agent Mark Saunders for being the sole sponsor of the recruiting breakdown. When it comes to protecting all your stuff, wouldn't it be great to have one place that protects it all? Here's some good news. Texas Allstate agent Mark Saunders is the only insurance agent you need to help keep tabs on protection for all your stuff. Everything from your home, car, boat, to your motorcycle, RV, and even your ATV. Call Texas Allstate agent Mark Saunders' office today at 512-218-8571. Are you in good hands with over 35 years of experience? 
you will be with Texas alum Mark Saunders. So give him a call. That number again is 512-218-8571. Thank you very much to uh, Mark Saunders for being the sponsor of the Recruiting Breakdown. I want to say this. Uh, Mark told me that he can do anything statewide. So give there him a call go. if you're uh, interested. Uh, uh, hey, by the way, Jerry, uh, linebacker Ty Anthony Smith was, was toying with the idea of visiting Texas. That's the young man out of Jasper that uh, is committed to A&M. Uh, Texas went and saw Xavier Atkins at Summer Creek, who's committed to LSU a couple weeks ago. They went and saw uh, Justin Williams this past weekend as well. He's the uh, young man out of Conroe Oak Ridge. But we don't know of anybody for sure that's coming down the pike that's going to visit right now. Is that Yeah, that yeah, that, that's the case. I mean, look, and, and that's it at linebacker. And we've been saying this at Inside Texas since they didn't have anybody committed early they were just going to sit and kind of chill out, and they have, they love their linebacker class, the 23 class that's at, uh, on campus now. They're going to chill out, kind of see who they liked, anybody coming on late senior year, but stay on those A-list targets, and that's exactly what happened. I spoke with a source uh, uh, close to the recruitment of Ty Anthony Smith about uh, 1130 here on Monday morning, and they just don't think that Jeff Choate was by the school Friday, but right now they think Ty Anthony's pretty solid. He's solid with Texas A&M. He had had a visit scheduled for September 30th, official visit for the Kansas game. Didn't make end up making that trip, and right now he seems pretty locked in with Texas A&M, even after the uh, loss to Tennessee. So we'll see what happens there. Justin Williams is interesting uh, because Justin Williams, while he's committed to Georgia, the five-star linebacker, Starting two or three weeks into the season, had been picking up the phone when Steve Sarkeesian and Jeff Choate called. So he's been staying in contact with Texas. Um, look, that one's a long shot until he shows up on campus. Unless he shows up on campus, then it becomes real. But Jeff Choate was at his game Thursday night with, my, with myself and Keith Niebuhr of On3 happened to stop by that game after leaving Willis High School. Um, so uh, Jeff Choate was there. Uh, Texas remaining in contact with Justin Williams, and they're going to recruit through the whistle on these guys. Then there's Xavier Atkins uh, from Jonesboro, Louisiana, moved into Humble Summer Creek High School as a senior. He's an LSU commitment, but Bobby, we love his senior tape. Now this guy can fly to the football. He may not have the ideal wingspan. Uh, Texas is looking for those long levers, as they call it, but it's hard to argue with how fast he plays and the instincts and the physicality he plays with. That's another one. Where he's solid to LSU, he'd shut down his recruitment this summer when AM, Texas, some others were trying to make a run there. Then he shut down his recruitment. We'll see if he opens it up enough to give Texas a chance to get him on campus. But right now, we're pretty much in a waiting game at linebacker. What about that other linebacker that was on the south down in the southwest side of town of Houston uh, that that uh, Texas was supposed to go by and see? Yeah, there, there's a kid at Shadow Creek uh, coming in Nebraska. Jeff Choate was by there Friday. Um, he's an interesting – Braylon Prude is his name. He's an interesting guy because he was a 6'4", 185-pound, like, safety hybrid linebacker as a junior in 49 quarter. I mean, he can pick him up and put him down. He's now 6'4 and a half, about 205, 210 pounds. And he, he's interesting because he can really turn and run in coverage for a taller backer with length. So when you look at what Texas is looking for, they're looking for those long levers – that ability to add freight and uh, weight to that uh, frame and develop that guy. Braylon Prude's an interesting uh, name to know. We'll see if Texas makes a move on him. That's a great point, Bobby, because he has that length they're looking for. All right. Uh, going on to defensive back, both cornerback and safety, a couple of guys that are committed elsewhere, Xavier Phil same, 
committed to Florida. Texas offered him recently. Texas trying to keep in contact with Corian Gibson, uh, who's committed to Clemson out of Lancaster. Wardell Mack, obviously, out of uh, Louisiana, who's committed to Florida. He's one of those guys that Texas is still in on. Um, Miles Davis, safety yeah. out of uh, uh, Converse Judson. I think Texas is still talking to him at least a little bit. What else going on at, 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 at that defensive back? Are there any guys that are uncommitted that <laughs> Texas is recruiting at this point? It doesn't see it doesn't look like it unless they find somebody they really like when they were out on the road this week and throw an offer out, which we have not heard about. Yeah, look, I mean, these are some this is fun for Texas fans. This is real SEC recruiting battles here. I mean, just think about what you just named. Wardell Mack committed to Florida. Terry Joseph was at his game. Friday night, and look, Texas continues to get positive feedback. Sark or Joseph texts the Wardell Mac every day to talk to that family regularly, and they always pick up the phone. They always respond. Same thing with LSU and Florida State. All three of those schools believe Wardell Mac is attainable. They think that recruitment's in the balance. We'll see what happens. Uh, it was a big win for Florida Friday. I mean, that gets them the five and five and two. Probably headed to a bowl game now. Uh, but it's just interesting. Then Xavier feels same. Florida commitment, originally from Orlando. His dad lives in McKinney. His mom lives in Orlando. Moved to McKinney in the sixth grade. A uh, kid that can run 10, 600 meters at safety, and that is music to the ears of Texas fans, right? Uh, but again, he's pretty much locked into Florida right now. Uh, he has a longstanding relationship there. He picked Florida over Georgia. Uh, he officially visited both those places. He actually committed to Florida way back in uh, April of 2023 before those official visits. Uh, but Blake Gideon and Texas members of the Texas staff had a good discussion with Phil Same and his father early last week. Uh, I think Gideon's scheduled to be at a game here in a couple of weeks, a McKinney high game. And then we'll see what happens. They got to get him on campus. He was at the Te Cotton Bowl to watch Texas OU. So that data point, you know, the interest is at least reciprocated. Uh, I had a source close to that recruitment tell me. While Georgia's making a run, they would take him right now. They just really feel like that kid's going to play his college ball in either the state of Florida or the state of Texas. So we'll see how much ground Texas can make up. A lot of that may depend on Florida's season, how the rest of the season goes. It's not an easy schedule uh, to finish. Uh, so there could be some questions there uh, late in the season for Florida. But then there's Corey Gibson, who's out for the season with a knee injury, which I think is interesting with his recruitment. Some schools may be backing off of him a little bit. Clemson's staying right there with him. He's committed to Clemson. So that always brings an interesting part of the recruitment, Bobby. Do you dance with the one who one who brung you, the guys who's sticking with you now that you're injured where you committed in the first place? Or does that kind of say, man, maybe I should stay close to home? Uh, but Texas has remained in contact with Corey and since he committed, um, and, and that's a situation we're still monitoring. Got it. All right, uh, Jerry, that's going to do it, I think. That's going to be the recruiting breakdown for today. Uh, a lot of stuff going on. Longhorns at 18 commits. Ultimate. Oh, you, you know who we did forget to mention there, Jerry? Co Kobe Black. Oh, yeah. The, the well, only uncommitted player uncommitted. on the board on defense, I think, that, that Texas really likes right now. Uh, this The cornerback out of Waco Conley. And yeah, still a Texas lean. Did not make the official visit to AM two weeks ago. Showed up at the Cotton Bowl instead. Uh, look, he, he's been in Stillwater more than anywhere this year because his brother, Corey Black's a corner uh, for the Cowboys. So uh, Texas very much in a good position with Kobe Black. I, I haven't heard anything to make me back off of that feeling, that strong RPM to Texas. And we'll see, again, how long this recruitment plays out. Some people thought it might be done in September. Then there was early October, but kind of like Ryan Wingo, it's still hanging around. 
And the question there is, does he show up on a campus other than Texas? I mean, I think there's a decent chance Texas gets him on campus here in a couple of weeks, um, for sure, maybe for the Kansas State game. And then that question, the question is, does this go all the way to December? Uh, so we'll see, but Texas is still a really good spot for Kobe Black. All right, that, that's going to do it, Jerry. I appreciate you, man. Uh, thank you also to uh, Mark Saunders of Allstate, uh, our insurance uh, sponsor for uh, the Recruiting Breakdown. For Jerry Hamilton, I'm Bobby Burton. That's been this week's Recruiting Breakdown.